Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Glory to God, we have another time that we can get in the Word, talk about God, and what the Word means to our lives in particular. I love the fact that God's Word speaks in general, but it speaks specifics and personally. And it's alive, and it's full of life, and it's so empowering, it's so life-giving, it's so instructional. It's for correction, it's for instruction, it's for inspiration, uh, full of full of love. It's it, sometimes love is corrective, but it's 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 love. <laughs> I would rather somebody say, "Hey, you're fixing to run out in the you're in the street and the trucks come and get out." I'd rather somebody love me enough to tell me, right? And uh, but so God's word is good, and and so Dawn Kennedy's in the house today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And so uh, we are going to last week we started with Psalms 19, and we are. Going going to actually continue with that. Now, if you missed last week's program, don't don't turn it off. Just continue listening because we're going to do a very quick recap. But you can go back and uh, on Facebook and you can uh, watch it on Lueda Roshki Ministries. And because uh, I think that there was a lot that the Holy Spirit brought out uh, that was very pertinent to our lives today. So anyway, we're going to jump in and I'm just going to do um, a little recap of Psalms 19. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows His handiwork. Uh, day after day utter speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. The line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. So in other words, even the heavens, even creation preaches the word. It it declares the glory of God. It reveals God. I mean, when you look up in the sky and and, uh, you see all the stars and the wonders and you see the mountains and, and the beautiful rivers and oceans and all these things and all of creation, you say, you know what? There is a God. Even though heavens, without literal words, preach the word and they declare his glory. Well, it made me think too when I was rereading it this morning that that's what we do. So I was bringing it down to my level and I was like, Lord, help me speak your word without even my voice. I don't even have to use my voice all mm-hmm. the time. Help me, help my life speak your word. Yeah. If they never hear my voice, mm-hmm. then help me declare your glory. Your glory. Just by the way I live. Exactly. <laughs> You know, the, there's an old saying, uh, preach the gospel, use words if necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, may my life preach the gospel and, and uh, be a good witness and a good testament. You know, I make mistakes and miss it and, you know, just repent and say, okay, God, help me to grow in that area. Help me to walk in that area and, and to uh, display your glory and and the image of Christ, the character and nature of Christ. I pray that a lot. I need to pray it more. Lord, give me your character. Give me your nature. Give me the fruit of the Spirit. But let my life preach the gospel uh, with words and without words. So uh, Psalms 19, verse 5. All right, let's go back to 4. Their line has gone out through all the earth. Uh, He has... And their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man run to run its race. I'm going to read that in the New Living. Um, 
because it's so beautiful the way it the way it said the heavens tell of the glory of God the skies display his marvelous craftsmanship day after day they continue to speak night after night they make him known they speak without a sound or a word their voice is silent in the skies yet yet their message has gone out to all the earth and their words to all the world the sun lives in the heavens where God placed it I love that God placed it there that's where it lives that's where it stays it bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the, way, the race. That's cool. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. Lord, help us to be like a great athlete running our race, running for the prize, the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. And we talked uh, last week about the law, which is a precept, a statute. It's the written laws that govern. It's a governing system uh, that governs and legislates. It's a legislative system. Uh, it is direction. It's instruction. It's a body of legal directives. That's what the law is. Now, so put all that in there. The law of the Lord, the legal directives of God, the precepts and statutes that govern the instructions, the, the, that governs and legislates are perfect. That word perfect, um, it's, means nothing missing. There's nothing broken. There's, there's nothing shattered and, um, there's nothing missing. It's sound. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Uh, it's amazing. And so it's perfect. Uh, and so we thank you, Lord, that your law is perfect. It's awesome. You might need to turn that down over there, Dawn. <laughs> We're hearing background noise. Uh, so, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. It revives the soul. So, it restores, it brings refreshment to the soul. Uh, and the Amplified, it says, the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the whole person. Listen, do you want to be restored to a whole person? Do you feel like you are shattered? You are broken? There's something missing? The law of the Lord are his instructions, that which legislates his word. His word, his word will govern your life. It will instruct you. Uh, it will give you the directives for your life. And it will make your life so whole. It will restore your life to wholeness. You know what? The devil is all about breaking and destroying your life. He's all about shattering your life and fragmenting it. He came to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to what? To, uh, to give us life and life more abundantly. So the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the whole person. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. I'm trying to recap real quickly. The witness Testimony. If you're in a, if you're given testimony, you are a witness, like in a court of law. You're given a testimony. This is what happened. This is the truth. This is the real deal. Well, the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the whole person. The testimony, uh, or the witness of the Lord, is sure, making wise the simple. Listen, I need all the wisdom I can get. Yeah, so I, oh my goodness! <laughs> I was like, give me wisdom, God. My biggest prayer I pray most often I mean it's just a I just Lord give me wisdom Lord give me wisdom sometimes I, I find myself praying that I'm not even realizing I'm praying it <laughs> wisdom God yes yes and knowledge Lord so verse 8 the precepts of the Lord are right you want to know what's right it's the precepts of God it's those statutes it's those ordinances um, 
rejoicing the heart. Sometimes I think we, you know, in the world especially, you know, you meet people and they think that the Word of God is like, it's boring and it's harsh. It's hard to follow. It's hard to understand. It's hard to obey. It's no, no. The Word of God is life. Laugh is that people say, well, when I try to read the Word, I just fall asleep. I just can't read it. And I'm like, you know why? Because your spirit finds peace. And it doesn't live there all the time. Right, so, that's good. That's so all, when you're not, and when you haven't been in practice of reading the word, and all of a sudden your spirit goes, oh, there it is, and it brings you peace, and you start falling asleep till you get accustomed to reading and getting into the word and, 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 and staying and abiding in that peace. Yeah. Versus just a, a, a hit or miss, intermittent kind of thing. That's so good. I, I, I laugh when people say that. I'm like, that's because your spirit needs some peace. Yeah. <laughs> it's not rest. because it's boring and hard to understand. It's, it's going, oh, this is peace. This is what I'm truly looking for. This is what I really need. Right. And, and you know, we talked about it last week that if you don't understand certain things about the word, which a lot I don't understand, but if I, I'll, I'll say now, Holy Spirit... Would you please give me the revelation of what that means? Help me to understand the word. Help me to have to, to get the directive that you have for my life out of it and to govern my life. I want the word of God to govern and legislate my life, to instruct my life and teach me the way that I should go. And so, hey, uh, just be like a little child. He gives you tools. He gives you tools. And, and, and be like a little child that asks for help. I don't understand this. Get your dictionary. Yeah. Look up a green lexicon, a blue letter Bible, mm-hmm. or someplace like mm-hmm. that, and, and, and find out what it means. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. We're it's, smart. It's easy to do. <laughs> easy to, I mean, there, with the internet, there's so much that we can, uh, we can get help and directive direction from because other people have studied this out and it's out there and uh and i do and i love to go and read that get the get the meanings in greek and hebrew and all that but the best is the holy spirit <laughs> making it alive and god's more pleased with you studying out one verse a day as if you read 20 chapters if you don't understand it, he would rather you study out one verse mm-hmm. and figure out what he's saying to you than 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 a, a bunch of volume if you don't understand anything. I right. mean, volume's good sometimes. You need the word to go in because mm-hmm. we don't always understand it right away, and he reveals it to us as we go along. But he would rather you study something out and understand it. Right. Uh, and apply it and apply it yeah because the word Jesus became flesh the word became flesh and dwelt among us he wants the word to become flesh in other words our everyday life where we actually flesh out the word that we actually walk the word became flesh and dwelt among us he wants that word to become flesh and dwell in you overtake see the word of God will pull down things in your life because it what it does the word of God is sharp right and like a two-edged sword and when there's something in your life that uh, is something that the enemy has sent. If there's a strong hold, something that has a strong hold on your thinking, on your, your behavior, your, your habits, your attitudes, your motives, if there's something there that needs to be removed, as you read the Word, that's how you know it needs to, and the Holy Spirit makes it alive in you and speaks to you, all of a sudden you realize, oh, that is not the best course of action for me, or that's going to bring destruction, or that's not going to take me to the place that I desire to be in life. 
And so the Holy Spirit will make it alive. And then that word, you can cut it off. You know, the uh, Bible says sin shall no longer exert dominion over you. If you've got an area that you keep falling into that sin, and we're going to get into some the end of this chapter. I believe we're going to make it through today. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some of that. But it, um, how that the word of God, I mean, it'll cut it off. Hey, sin shall no longer exert dominion over me in the name of Jesus. And so that word then begins to uproot, overthrow, and remove those things out of your life as you give it place. You know, I spend a lot of time in Psalms because it's worship and I spend a lot of time in Proverbs because it's wisdom mm-hmm. and, and, and and I do that I may not understand every single thing but like you said it's alive sometimes all of a sudden something will pop off, off to me and I'll go oh that's what that meant or I'll be doing something and go you know I read something about that and then if I don't remember where it is I can get on my little internet and and go to one of the Bible apps and Find it and go, oh, yeah, that's what the Lord said. And so even when you don't think you're understanding something or even when you don't think it's going in, it's going in. If you're studying it, if you're reading it, you're putting it in, and it's going to change you. It's mm-hmm. going to it's gonna make you into his image. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another little tip that, that, that I use and I do is a phrase. And so I will just get Siri out or Google and just say, the law of the Lord is scripture, and it'll pull it right up. I mean, I don't have to go 10 miles trying to figure it out. It's like, oh, there it is. Okay. You know, it's just so simple. We have so many things uh, that are so convenient to help us to study the word and to learn it and apply it. Um, so anyway, the law of the Lord, those statutes, uh, is perfect. It means absolute, complete, inerrant. It's perfect. You can't add to it. You shouldn't add to it and you shouldn't take away because the word of God is perfect. So it's, it is absolutely exactly what God intended it to be, what God wants you to have in your life. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting, converting or restoring the soul or a conversion, taking you from one straight to another, one state to another. The law of the Lord will convert you. It will transform you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. It will uh, remove you from death to life, uh, and it will also uh, call, take you from ignorance to wisdom. You know, it, it will take you from powerlessness to power. It'll take you from addictions to freedom. Uh, it'll take you from yeah depression uh, to joy. It will. That's the word of God. It will convert the soul. It will transform you. It will translate you into a new place, a new person, uh, uh, because it's Jesus, the word. It's the, then the word is said, excuse me, verse seven, it says the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wives a simple, uh, as we talked about testimony as a witness, the witness of the Lord, the witness of the precepts of God is, uh, it will make you wise. Hallelujah. I sign up for it. Say yes. Yes. <laughs> I need it, Lord. Um, the testimony of the Lord is sure, or in other words, it's dependable. Uh, you can stake your life on it. Stable. It's a sure foundation. Stable That's right. Uh, the Lord never changes. You can, you can bank on what he says and who he is, his character and his nature. Verse 8, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. So statute means commandments, the mandates, the mandates and precepts, the general rule. Listen, this is good. General rule intended to regulate behavior. The statutes of the Lord, that which is to uh, 
regulate behavior, the general rule for your life, the mandates for your life are right. You know, I, I would hate to have to, you know, follow, if I was reading a, a word uh, about Buddhism, studying, if I was studying Buddhism and that religion, and I was going to stake my life on it, that's how I was going to live my life. And that's how I was going to, uh, my behavior was going to be governed by that. Well, then you're going to get an error because there's only one Savior. Uh, there's salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus. He, God is the eternal. And so there's no other God but our God, but the God of the Bible. Yeah, right. And so he's the only one that's right. And so it says the testimony or the statutes the commandments, the mandates, the precepts intended to be a general rule to regulate your behavior, they're right. So you can't go wrong following the word. You can't go wrong uh, pattering your life after the word. Okay, the commandment of the Lord is pure. The commandments, the laws, the ordinances, um, it's a code of laws. They're pure. <laughs> there's no darkness. There's there's no sin. He's the only one that doesn't have a an ulterior motive behind anything other than love, mm-hmm. other than to bring you to a good place. He doesn't do it to manipulate you. You know, a lot of times we don't. I know as a Christian, I try very hard to stay out of manipulation or do mm-hmm. anything like that. But occasionally, I want something bent my way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm flesh. Mm-hmm. The only bent God has is love for you. That's right. So he, he, he doesn't have any ulterior motives. He's completely pure. Mm-hmm. The love of God governs the whole, uh, all of scripture. It's, right. it's embedded in every scripture, even the do, do nots and the, um, the consequences. It's yeah, all embedded in love. Other, other, other plans. No, but love, but love, love to love you. Love. Uh, oh, no, oh, no man, nothing but to love them. Well, God, God does that. And so that's the governing of the scripture. Uh, the cam- commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening, bringing light to your eyes. If you've got a cloudy vision, if you feel like you're kind of in a dark place and, and you can't, it's not, the path of the Lord doesn't seem visible to you right now. The, the direction of God is kind of, kind of clouded and um, uh, not made plain in your life right now. Listen, get into the word. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes, giving you vision spiritually, giving you vision in the physical, so that you know the way to go, the direction to take. You shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. I want to read how that is worded in the Amplified. Um, The reverent fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever, so that... It's not a fear of, oh, I don't know what he's going to do to me. It's, a, it's that reverence and, and honoring and awe of him. It's that fear that's in awe of the wonder of who he is and how great, uh, of how brilliant and magnificent and pure. and what, when, I, when I envision the throne, I envision just like this radiant, sparkling, pure, clean, full of light and full of colors and just radiating and sparkling, just pure, and just like this prisms, just shooting off from it. And so that, that's, that's just my own little vision that, I, I, that when I think about that. So the fear of the Lord, so 
you fear that in that you reverence it. It is holy. It is pure. Uh, it is clean. It is right. It's perfect. It's that kind of a, I'm in awe of you fear. I'm in wonder of you fear. You are awesome type of fear. Without that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what life would be without that. I don't want that. I don't want my life without the light and the love of God. I, I don't want to experience that. So I fear that. So my way to avoid that fear is to spend more time with him and enjoying his, the awe of him. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes you want more of it, not less of it. Yes. Amen. As you see that the Lord is good. Um, verse 9, the ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Judgments means the verdicts, the verdicts of the Lord, pronounced judicially, judicially, especially a sentence or formal decree. His sentences over you and his formal decrees over you, his divine law, his determination, it means determination. What God has determined over you is righteous and is true. He's determined righteousness and truth over you. He's determined uh, his goodness and his mandates, uh, his directive, his instructions uh, that govern his legislations over you. You know, all if this, this chapter is so cool for me because number one, I absolutely love the word. I love, love, love the Word of God, and I've studied it since I was, you know, started reading it when I was 10, and, and as I, you know, started getting older, I really started to study it and, and, and ask God, what does this mean, and, you know, just applying myself to it, and there's so much more for me to know, but I love this Psalms 19 because it, it says the law, the statutes, the commandments, the judgments, all these things, and they're all talking about the Word. And so there's so many different words for the Word. And as you study each one out, it gives you a whole nother angle of understanding of what God is saying. So the judgments, the verdicts, what He's pronounced over your life, uh, especially a sentence or formal decree, he's formally decreed that he loves you. He formally has decreed uh, that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers if you are in Christ. And we will lead you in a prayer in a moment if you aren't. He has formally decreed and declared over you and determined for you that uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, behold, I have plans for a future and a hope. (laughs) to prosper you and to not do you harm. Those are formal decrees and laws and, and statutes. And I mean, you see how good it is? I mean, they're, they're good, they're right, they're perfect, they're life-giving. We need to have a paradigm shift and perspective of the Word of God and even the do-nots to understand the do-nots are so that I can. The do-nots are so that I can experience life and love and abundance and prosperity and health and joy and fruitfulness. I mean, it's so cool. Psalms 19 is absolutely an amazing chapter and we haven't got through the recap and I'm going to try to finish a couple more verses because when we come back in just a second we're going to get into finishing this chapter uh more to be the judgments of the Lord are true righteous altogether statutes commandments judgments uh laws more now verse 10 more to be desired are they than gold more than all the riches more than all the fame uh, of all the houses and, and vehicles and jewels and money and, and prestige, more are these things, what? The laws, st- testimony, statutes, all those things. More to be desired are they 
than gold. Uh, and I'm just going to read it here, the Amplified. It may say the same thing. More to be desired are they than gold, even than much fine gold. They are sweeter also than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. Listen, if you don't have, if you, when, oh, yes, Lord. When you read the word and you study it, if it doesn't taste sweet, then ask him to give you that desire. Ask him to give you a desire for the word, a hunger for the word, and an understanding and that enrichment of the word. Because the word of God should mm, mm, should taste sweet. It should be mm, mm, good. It should be like honeycomb dripping down. Oh, even even all those dark places and and those difficult places and and even the words sometimes that you think I don't want to do that. I would rather be you know um, this that and the other. I'd rather gossip. I'd rather tell a lie than than. But he says to not lie. He says to not gossip. So okay, I'm going to eat that word and I thank you because it's your word and it's your mandates and your directives. It's the what should regulate and legislate my life, mm, it is mm, mm, good. I'm going to taste and see that the Lord is good and I bring myself into an alignment. I yield myself to that word and I say yes to that word I'm reading today to align me, to correct me, to instruct me, to uh, fill me up, to refresh me, to restore me, all, restore me. All these things we've been reading this morning, that is what it is designed to do. And so uh, it's sweeter than honey. Listen, uh, and if you if you are fasting, that's a good scripture for you to quote and say, "His word is sweeter than honey." Um, the the more to be desired are they than gold, and they are sweeter also than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. So, Lord, feed me spiritually today as I am fasting before you. The word is true. You know, the Lord he he. I'm stumbling all over myself, and I had a good point. <laughs> the word he, the Lord, he, he sends goes, it. Yeah, he sends it, and he uh, addresses things. Yes. So a lot of things in our life right now in our society, people don't want to address things. They don't want to stand up to things. They don't want to say what's right. But the Lord says what's right, and people look at that and they go, "Well, he just he's he's a mean God," but he's not. He addresses the the good and the bad. Yeah. Our consequences, because there's consequences for everything. Amen. That is so true. Well, we actually made it through to where we were last week, so we can start fresh in just a second. And uh, we're going to be looking at the rest of this chapter. It is mm -mm good. It is awesome. God's Word is awesome. So I uh, invite you to call our prayer line, 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. Go to our website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. And there's lots of different resources for you there that I believe will bless and minister to you. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere.